this is the new Switzerland, this is the new Marbella, you call in New York, whatever you want. This is where it's at. Twitter is such a cesspit. He goes, sometimes I just want to get off it, but you need it for business. He goes, it's the worst. You can have trillions, you can have oil, gas, whatever, but you can't have that vision of Sheikh Mohammed and his family had. You can't teach that. We are nothing. There's God and the rest of us are the slaves. So there's money and success for everyone to make. And I'm telling you firsthand, I never spoke about this on podcasts ever. The worst place I've ever lived is probably the UK, but obviously it's my home, isn't it? If you do it for the wrong reason, like money or clout, it's not going to work. Passion shines through because in life, if you don't take a risk, you're not going to achieve nothing. But I've been offered good amounts for the gym. It's not about the money. Study what is our purpose. When you do that, automatically you'll come to Islam. It's impossible to doubt it when you see the evidence for it. There has to be a point in your life where you roll the dice and you you don't know where the dice is going to land. If you chase the dollar or the dirham or the pound, you're lost. First things first, guys, before we get started with this podcast, do me a solid favor and subscribe to this on whatever platform you're listening to it right now. Whether that's YouTube, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, I'd appreciate if you just hit that subscribe button and it lets me know that the content that I'm putting out for you guys is hitting your ears at the right time. Much love. This podcast is sponsored by contentremoval.com. So whether you're looking to remove any images, videos, search results, fake Instagram accounts, get in touch with us at contentremoval.com. And we are back in Dubai with a man, the other bald action hero. It's like we're stepbrothers. The man Tam Khan is back in his own studio, mate. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Always a pleasure, Frankie. And do you know what? We remind me, I, I think we remind each other of. Remember the movie Twins? Arnie yeah, 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 100%. 100%, I'm mate. Arnie. Mate, mate. Come on, come on, mate. <laughs> don't, 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 don't shoot me like no, that. Don't right. shoot you me. look better than me. I look like Shrek. He looks like... Wish.com uh, Jason Statham <laughs> Mate there's been a lot going on Since we last spoke I think Obviously We've had uh, t- Your best friend Tate Getting arrested Putting house arrest We've had all that going on Your business has blown up Meister's club's gone to the moon You've got every single UFC fighter in the world Wanting to come training Now full time And moving here With golden visas So there's so much To talk about today I think the best place For us to start is What's been going on with you In, in business And kind of and what's been blowing up for you lately because yeah, I see so much going on especially with social knockout stuff and everything else you've got going on you know what it was when we did that pod I just had a I was just coming off a closure and remember I told you it was reassessing things with the landlord and just rebranding my business taking it to the next level that was like I think I needed that break just to reinvent myself I think I got to a point where I got comfortable and also lazy not I wouldn't even say lazy I took my foot off the pedal a little bit and neglecting business, think, thinking I could be an easy system, it's an easy way, but then it nips you in the bud, and you need that sometimes. It's like a good fighter who gets beaten or drops. You can either retire or fight bums the rest of your life or go for easy ways, or you go, you know what, going back to the drawing board, going to reassess. the same in business, the same in anything, you know? And uh, I've got my passion back. I love coming to the gym. I love seeing people. And I've got a hunger for everything, you know? Also... A lot of credit, when I was around Andrew a lot, he's the same, he's got this mentality. Whatever anyone says, he's so, like, possessed and he believes he can be the richest man on earth. And even whether it probably won't happen or whether it does, you believe the way he's like, look, this, this, this. Every time you're with him, laptop, phone, he's like that. He's just working. And I was like, you know what, why am I... It's not about money for me, it's just that why can't I achieve these passions and goals I've always had? I had one like, for example, Meister's Club. It's a VIP networking club and it's just... Every time we think we're hitting a hurdle, we think, you know what, let's just do it. Let's do this event. Let's do that. Let's bring this. And the last one was a crazy success. We broke a record, 50 Lamborghinis bull run. So even Lamborghini Middle East haven't pulled that off. We're not a car uh, business, but we put 50 Lamborghinis all in lines, in formation from Dubai to Russell Hayman, which is like London to, say, Birmingham. Yeah. All in formation, police escorts. Great weekend at Russell Hayman, thanks to Russell Hayman Tourism. Then we drove up the Jebel Jace mountains and back. And honestly, it wasn't about money or anything. This just a feeling, the camaraderie with other people, networking. It was just the craziest vibe. And the feedback after that made you think, that's what it's worth. That's why I do it, you know? The positivity, everyone's like, when's your next event, this and that? And I spoke to my partner, Riz, who founded the actual Meisters. I came in it later. And I was just like, you know, that's the reason why we've got to do it again. And literally, we said we need a break after that before it happened days later we're like let's go let's go to the next one let's start planning with a gym extended it making a grooming salon which is under construction you've seen it'll be ready June 1st state of the art I partner up with one of the biggest uh, salons here called Live 27 
male grooming to manicure, pedicures to massage to haman to IVs to um, all kinds of treatment. Yeah, like male grooming to the different level, like not just shaves, IVs, massages, physio. Gonna bring ice baths, maybe sunlight, whatever people want. We're gonna try and cater for. So that's one thing. I want everyone to come to this gym. Think you can work out, have a healthy meal, have your shower, get a trim, do whatever before you go out or go home. So I want everything in one center. On top of that, I've also, by the time this is out, acquired uh, my dream always. Yeah, and people laugh. It's not to drive Bugattis. It's not to go move. It's to own my own like restaurant, the shisha lounge. But why? Because you've known this me, for quite a while. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm always out eating. I'm always out. It's not because. My wife doesn't cook, I shouldn't be home. Just always busy networking, that's me. I'm always out meeting someone, what are you doing, what are you doing, trying to brainstorm, learning about whether it's trading, learning about that. But I notice one thing, I'm always in these shisha restaurants, right? And I'm always spending a lot and I'm enjoying food. And there's always one particular I was always in. And I always for years was looking at it thinking, I really want to take that, I really want to, I just enjoy being there. If I'm spending so much, might as well have my own, have my friends come there like a hub. I'm always hosting celebs, I'm always hosting UFC fires podcasters like yourself why not have a hub where they can all just be entertained everyone can come there from Meisters clubs meetings to the gym Christmas brunches Eid Iftars sports events boxing I was always thinking why am I driving to other places and it's not even options to do that I think I want to get my own and now Alhamdulillah with God's grace everything works mysteriously at one point I was trying to get the place and it was just unattainable financially to a point where the landlord reached out himself after a while and were making a crazy, uh, made a crazy like kind of offer to me in a way. And he's a really good guy, really good person. I've worked with him for years in different businesses. I trust him. And yeah, inshallah, mid-July, I'm looking to open that. So that's not like someone's going to say, you've been to social media or you've been to Slam Champion. No, it's not about the money. It's just I can't explain like I like my gym, a salon. Go sit there, bring the family in for lunch, kids having their... Just something I've always wanted to do. You know, like Tony Soprano, you sit in the Sopranos, have his pasta and go home. I just can't explain it. It's like my little passion like you've got for your podcasting. Yeah, I love it, man. I've got that. Like I've, d- I've dabbled with podcasting, but I haven't got a passion for it. I'm not going to lie. I, I enjoy being on them like you, speaking to someone who knows what they're doing and letting me speak. But my passion's not there. I enjoy it. It's not a passion. And I know how much work goes into it. I've seen you do it, and I see how you're rushing around and speaking to me about people in the city and going here, going there. By the time it's done, set up, interviews, time, edits, present. And it's not only posting, it's like the edit, it's the pushes. It's hard work. And I haven't got the uh, patience for it, but I love it. So like, like for example, you've got that. I've got that passion for that. I've always had a passion to do that. So yeah, that's coming up. And I, I'm honestly, like, apart from physically, I've put a lot of weight in eating a lot of McDonald's. And as Frankie knows, I'm in the gym, but... When I leave the gym, I eat a lot. Of he's in, he's in the gym, but he's talking. Yeah, he's talking I mean, to people. Like, <laughs> it's hard when you're in your own gym. I do a set. Frankie comes in, then someone else like Mikey Millen comes in. It comes out, Chimaev comes in. So, yeah, yeah so I'm, how, how's everyone doing? By the time it comes, my set's been 25 minutes before the last set. I'm like, I'm gone. Yeah, 25 yeah. minute breaks. Then Frankie gets a session and gets all selfish, works out, and I'm just standing thinking, <laughs> this is why I'm fat. This is why I need to join another gym. But but how how big has it been for you growing? Obviously. Since you've grown your, say, I know people call it a personal brand, but obviously a personal reputation where you've been putting your face online a lot. Since you've obviously been doing that, I think things have also took a big turn for you in terms of all the business opportunities and the and the things that come to you as a result of that. Obviously, that comes with a positive and a negative. So to talk to the audience about like the kind of positive benefit that you've had and then also talk about some of the negatives that you've had from doing that, because I know that there's been both in the last yeah, year look, for you. Like anything. You'll know, you'll get comments, you'll, you'll, you'll see the negatives, you're going to get it. And when you read the negatives, it, it shouldn't offend anyone. You'll see it and you think, they've just gone out of their way just to annoy you because they've got, there's a vendetta or they're jealous. If you don't like something, I don't even acknowledge it. Like, okay, I don't like pork chops. I'm not going to even order, I'm not going to talk about it. It's just, I don't like them, it's haram for me, but I want to eat it. Or I don't like vanilla flavour, for example. When people go out of their way, people take too much offence to it. I see it as a compliment sometimes gone out of the way yeah a lot of that came and I'm going to say this and it should be one of your uh, clickbait short clips I'm thanking purely Andrew Tate people know me because Andrew Tate yeah I had my niche in sports world fitness I was in the socialite circle of Dubai influencers but because of Andrew and my support for him and he has put me to this level and it's, it's not planned I didn't want to be 
I stood out to speak up for Andrew when that happened because if I didn't, I saw a lot of people who were so-called friends cowering behind the camera and I'm not going to say it's risky. I'm like, listen, I don't even see evidence. I know it's BS and I'm going to speak up. And yes, loads of positive, yeah. People come and say, I want to ask for a picture because I know Andrew. How's Top G? How's Andrew Tate? Everything. But I enjoy it. That's like, I love the support he's got, but I've got a lot of negative. People who hate him so much, who think he's guilty without being... Guilty without case, without anything. People, that's society now. Usually it's innocent until proven guilty. It's guilty until proven innocent now. I get a lot of hate. I get a lot of hit, uh, hit jobs. A lot of people trying to tarnish my name. So I stay silent and don't defend it. But it doesn't work. They'll put false accusations. It's that. And I, laugh. I don't. You know what? I don't even block them. Because you block them, it looks boring. I just let them. I, sometimes I read them, I laugh. I'm like, you've made me out to really... I wish I was that powerful. I wish I was that. Unfortunately, I'm not. And... Uh, it's, it's social media, and you know what? I saw Eddie Hearn interview, and it was right. He goes, Twitter is such a cesspit. He goes, sometimes I just want to get off it, but you need it for business. He goes, it's the worst. And it's all on Twitter. It's all on Twitter. But again, I'd want the same. If I'm in a bad situation and wrongfully accused and really being demonized, I'd want my people and friends to stand up. So if I don't, who's going to do it? And a few other friends we've got who have stood up for him. So, yeah, loads of negativity, fake hit pieces. I was even a Romanian news they put a hit piece out on me in Romanian news trying to put me in this bracket with certain individuals. It's laughable. I'm like, bro, the world's mad and these people tagging me, oh, Tam's not travelling to Romania. He's wanted. I'm like, bro, little day, no, I don't post it. I'm out every other weekend. I'm travelling. But I don't want these idiots to know. One person, Tam deleted 215 tweets when Tate went to jail. I wonder why. That was my kids' pics because as my influence got bigger, I had sickos messaging stupid things you know like about my children so I'm like listen he went to my wife I'm unfollowing she goes why I said listen people are going to just target you it's no point I don't care but I don't want them you know so you even unfollowed your wife on Twitter just to protect Not her Twitter, it was Instagram just yeah. because they're sick and I deleted all the kids pictures so I'd have some but like the hair but not their faces because I was getting sickos like messaging stupid things fake accounts but that I don't like that it's like bro you're sick like cuss me call me anything from criminal a scumbag to that no problem call this tape but don't kids it's like bro relax you're sick so that's why and then someone goes took a screenshot of me deleting there's an app and they're gone he's hiding his background so what kind of criminal mastermind tweets what he does <laughs> do you know what I'm saying yeah. but I just I don't acknowledge it but yeah I got a lot of bullshit bro even I get a thousand messages a day maybe on Instagram six or seven is bad but it's part of the game but the rest is positive yeah Instagram but it's Twitter bro it's Twitter's it's a jealous cesspit, but again, it's all because of Tate and their hatred towards it. And that makes me more defend him. But now let's talk about the positive aspect. The positive aspect of all of that is the fact oh, that, yeah, like, it, like ha- hasn't it added massive margins to your uh, business I'm that you never had lie, before, yeah. yeah? I'm not going to lie. And that's, I need to put Andrew Tate picture in my, in my uh, gym. I'm not one of these guys, yeah? I see so many people use his clickbait, his name, and say, yeah, I've worked on No, Andrew, people should be thanking the guy. I didn't go out my way to like that. I've always been in that market. I've always been in a fight. That's how we're close. I've always had my celebs come in here. This is it's known for that. But Andrew's put my level to there, and he uh, he should be thanked by a lot of these people. Because any time I want Andrew, can I've got a podcast. You want to come on? Yeah. Do you mind this? Let's do it, bro. Messaged me the other day. You got social knocker coming? Tell me what you need. Like that. He reached out to me. He's like that. I don't ever like. I said no, no. Because he thinks just because I defend his name. Like, I said, bro, you don't know me. This is what you should be done. And even as Tristan. And they do the same for you. So the pro- positives, like the gym's gone busier. 80% probably to him. And other aspects, we're pushing a lot of work. We go around. And also, I've, my message is for like I've got a good Muslim community back, uh, back in who see what I'm doing. They say, look, you're not like a priest looking. You don't look the most holiest, but your message is always positive. And to this day, even... Before the Android, I always do morning quotes, spiritual quotes in the evening about prayers. Not to show off, to say to other guys, if I'm up every morning praying, why can't you? Like, this is a quote. I used to watch others do that to me. They helped me. Like Sonny Bill Williams, Mufti Menk, Shamsi. All these guys would put posts, and I'm like, you know what, that influenced me. So I do the same. And if you're going to post, post positivity. Yeah, I have fun. I post the odd racing down a road in a car, this and that, but... You rarely ever will see me posting a house or my personal belongings. I never do that. This, this is what a lot of people don't see about you. Because obviously you look to the outside world in some respects quite intimidating on some of the pictures and stuff like that or could potentially look that way. 
you know, would you agree? It, it, That's it, another it, sign it, of saying I'm ugly. So if you're ugly, but, I'm joking. <laughs> but you know what I'm saying, though. It, yeah, no, you I know, do, I know. You do, you do, I'm big, I'm bald, I've got a big head, big neck, b- yeah. When you're big, bald, have a beard, and you're, and you're like Arabic looking, you look quite intimidating in, in, certain, in a certain respect and in certain situations. But the one th- I arrived, when I arrived here, and obviously me and you have been friends for quite a while yeah. now, I, when I arrived here, it was Ramadan, right? And, and I, I saw on your story that you were going out doing some, doing some charity work. And I thought, uh, this is a different side to oh, town yeah, yeah. that not many people see. I would like to come and see this side because I've not seen it. You know what I'm saying? So I said to you, I reached out to you and I said, Tam, let's go. I, I, I'm not, I'm not a Muslim, but like, I'll come and help you with this, this, yeah, this charity event. And we went down to this charity event and you were handing out thousands of meals to, um, these workers in Dubai. That's the kind of stuff that I think people don't really get to see enough of, but Whoa, because uh, they th- because they think that stuff only happens that once a year in Ramadan. But yeah, yeah. I know it happens more often than oh, not. Yeah. The, like, the, the charity stuff, you know. Right, and on that I got so much stick because why are you posting it? Charity, you should be, which is I agree with. But you knew that we were raising a, a kitty because you saw how how many people went away with no food, and that yeah. was at the end. We we're like, bro, like I said, and I said to you that I think, and you and a few others, I said. It'll always be that way. There's not enough. The line gets bigger and bigger. But that's why I said, guys, post, send money. Because the more we had, we all needed input. And, and also in Ramadan, your rewards increased. I wanted everyone. How many non-Muslims like yourself came and helped? How many YouTubers, influencers? And I just thought, it's good to get you guys to see reality. I brought my kids. Give out food. Yeah. I want to say, listen, you little brats. Life's easy because I'm working hard. But maybe it's not. But this is appreciate life. Because some people don't have these toys their own room. These people are seven, eight people sharing a room. You know, everyone's got a different life. You have to it wakes you up. I didn't. I didn't really. I didn't realize or comprehend the level of um, poverty side that the other side of the buy has in terms of like the workers and it's, stuff. It's not. You know, it's not poverty. I'll tell you what it is. Yeah, like any country, you've got your big achievements and small. But Dubai, they get a stick for this. But let me. I'm gonna defend them. Why? A lot of these people have nothing when they're in their own home countries, war zones literally dying of salvation. Yes, the salary, but these salaries, what they get paid, still funds their family, a huge family back home. They get accommodation that it's not easy, but who else is doing it? I wish other Western countries that brought in countries which are suffering, who have no education, can't speak the language, have no communication skills. They still give them big jobs. Yes, of course you can't pay, but on the other side, they're still giving them, a, providing them a financial thing to work when other countries would say, you haven't got a part. You literally can't speak a word. You've just got a passport. No one knows your birth certificate background. We can't trust you around them. They give them trust. They give them accommodation. Yeah, it's not palaces, but still, there's people who are dying who can't even afford a grain of rice. These guys have still that, and I'm not saying it's right. I'm saying, but it's better than nothing. And it's still the UAE offers that they could easily bring external track, uh, contractors, give it to the West, China, and say do it like everyone else is using China take over in all the industries. No, Dubai still has its history where the Asian population kind of helped build the nation and it's still got that kind of history in certain areas of it. So check the flip side of the coin, where the majority of the poor people are from India. The biggest, richest people in Dubai are Indians too. So it's... Yeah, yeah, yeah. They are. The I, biggest I, I, spenders I, in, in, in um, real estate, the Choi from owners, the Spinis, Danube, the biggest and the most successful are the Indians. So like any race, go bro, in England. Go for Oxford Street. There's homeless English living on the street. Yeah, Oxford Street. But you go to walk down the corner to a uh, Hyde Park. Because homelessness, homelessness here is like illegal, isn't it? You don't. Re- they all get accommodation, bro. I saw one time there was um, people stuck and they were homeless. There was something happened. I'm not sure. The Sheikh fixed everything. I think arranged a hotel for everyone. Look, it's hard and people get sick, but what? You, help is better than nothing. You know, it's hard. Like. I'm on a minuscule scale, but I have to look after a lot of people and employees. There's only so much you can do, but anything's better than nothing, as long as you help and try that right intention. And I try, I'm not paid to say this, I'll say it, but the rulers here really look after the city. They look after every citizen. They look after every resident. They walk with no security. That's a testament to say how much they love. Every Emirati citizen, uh, local resident, a citizen who's indigenous has got land, funerals paid for, weddings paid for, discounts on all water and gas electrics, why don't the UK do that, Australia? You've got war veterans who fought for the UK, England, fought in the World War, who are homeless. Yeah. They don't care. That's why the leader's love here. He looks after his own first. I respect that. 
I think he should look after their own people. English should look after their own. Well, Every start, country started should, as a poor desert, didn't it? Before yeah, Royal should look after your own, but it's a vision. Like I always say, defend him. Every there's many rich countries, many with money. There's many booming, but there's no Dubai. There's no United Arab Emirates. It's their vision. You can't buy that. You can have trillions. You can have oil, gas, whatever. But you can't have that sh- vision of Sheikh Mohammed and his family had. And that's vision. You you can't teach that. If you guys ever get a chance to read a book, read the first few chapters of a of a book by by sh- what was it, Sheikh? Sheikh Mohammed. Sheikh Ahmed. Sheikh Mohammed. Yeah, Mukatum. Yeah, if you read the start of his book, the first few chapters, I was captivated. I was waiting for a for a car, um, an osteopath session, and and he was running late. I read the first two chapters of his book. It blew my it blew my mind how empowering this book is and and how it's and how he's written it and you can tell he's written it and written oh. it a certain way it's a powerful book it's called my vision it's it's uh, like people because i always promote them people say oh you're just a sinner you're this that you're this i'm not paid a penny to say this you just I, proud doesn't matter of if from. i say it or not i know personally his son the deputy ruler minister of finance of dubai the deputy ruler of dubai and the ministry of, he's the minister of finance of uae his name is maktoum Muhammad Al Maktoum, he's the son. Yeah, this guy, I'm telling you, I've never met a more humble, so powerful, so humble to the point where little details we spoke once, and he knows. Listen, he knows everyone's doing for the community, he knows every little bit. If it doesn't benefit Dubai or its people, he doesn't like it. I know, story, I've heard stories when he went to Expo and seeing is it good for the people, is it doing this, is that he's like that. Real estate, and this is a leader. I, I swear to you, he's younger than me. I admire him. The way he talks, the way he looks out, the way he's proud of anti-corruption, the way he is. And I'm telling you firsthand, I never spoke about this on podcast ever. This guy, like, is a leader at this age. The way, little things I wanted advice on and stuff, and he says it's great. And anything, as you say to him when I before he was uh, when I was younger, these guys want to bring investment or this that who do I speak to he said listen anything what's benefiting Dubai in a positive way we're open like everything's for Dubai everything was good for him he, he notices from the community work people do they go around bro do you think Rishi Sunak or Boris Johnson do that the, the, the core factors they're all about the people and this is so important and I swallahi I'm not paid to say this I don't get a visa from nothing to promote but for me if I admire and respect someone who does that if we can take 2% of that and incorporate that in your business, you'll be successful. Why? Because the people are happy. Everyone, they don't need security and police. Why? Because the people respect them. It's not fear, it's respect and they're happy with them. Most of these other leaders need it. Why? Because people are fed up, they want to assassinate them, no? They walk anywhere where they want. Two, they're like two, three people away from making a phone call with them. They'll, you can approach them. Bro, Dubai is booming. How many millions a year come and visit? Look at the road's traffic, it's booming. Yeah, these people are still like that. They have forget uh, untold amount of resource money. Still humble. Still dress how they do. The one I know doesn't even care about a flashy. Literally, the most humble guy you'll ever meet. We used to discuss sport, normal topics. Randomly, would check on me. How's everything? How's your family? Everything's good. Which ruler does that? Yeah. He knows everything. They know. They watch every industry, private, public sector, government sector. What's going on? What's benefiting the country? What's not? Where to make changes? And for me, that's admirable. And I think everyone should take an aspect of that, whether you like Muslims or Arabs or anything. If you've got dislike, it doesn't matter. But take that ethic and incorporate it in your life, you'll be successful. It doesn't matter about your opinion. You have to respect I suppose that experience. I suppose everyone has a, an opinion on, on a Muslim country coming from a Western country before they've ever actually lived their life because of the, the, media and, yeah, yeah. the media and stuff like that. But having lived here for periods of time myself, obviously this time two months, and then time before that um, six weeks, and time before that six weeks, I just, I, the, it's the third time this time, or maybe the fourth time, probably the third time, that I've really kind of started to think, do you know what, this is a place I could live six, seven months a year, because I can, I can actually, because it's like even, even coming here knowing you, like people want to help you, people want to help you move forward, people want to make things happen for you, it's like, you know, I tell him I want to have this person on the podcast. You be, oh, I got to connect for that. I got to connect for that, and you'll help me, you know. And I'll help you where you need help. And it's that collaborative thing about Dubai that I like because in other countries that I've lived in, England, Australia, sometimes Australia is definitely more collaborative. The, U, the worst place I've ever lived is probably the UK, but obviously it's my home, isn't it? It's home. You know what? I don't think that's a, a we we can say it's a population thing. I think that is 
individualism. Like everyone's different. You get you get a holes everywhere. I've had my fair share here, but when you're in a place where you're six, you're earning a bit more, the weather's good. You tend to be more happier. In England, you're, bro, unemployment, high crime rates, no one's making money, stress. Of course, people are depressed. It's the domino effect. So you can under. I used to go, oh, why there? But you understand it. Yeah. When you wake up and you just look outside, hum, I say alhamdulillah, like the palm, the beach, the sea, just like you wake up and you're driving, there's no crime and you're thinking, Changla Jim seeing people, the food. Sometimes it takes you out, you think, you know what? Alhamdulillah, thanks to God, everything. Like like you said earlier, just be blessed. Whatever happens, look at, there's people struggling, suffering, living in harsh environments on the streets in the UK estate, going through crime, having to like look out their window when they go, we're blessed. So when you say that 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 is that's being rich itself. So would you would you be encouraging? What what would your message be then to all the people that listen to this that are that are living in a Western country right now? They're not truly happy. They want to change the scenery. They're, they're thinking maybe Dubai, maybe not, maybe this, maybe that. What what in terms of give me your best sales pitch no, in terms I, of why I'm people should lie. come here? Dubai is where UAE and Saudi now, especially UAE. This is networking capital of the world, Dubai. There's, this is the new Switzerland, this is the new Marbella, you call it New York, whatever you want. This is where it's at. Every tycoon, influencer, YouTuber, CEO, CFO, CMO, everyone's here. Everyone's setting up shop here. Why? You've got the rich people coming here. Why? Because it's security. They make millions and millions. They can live around the world. Why? Why are they going to live in London where their Rolls Royce can be robbed off their driveway? Where their kids can't run and go park without getting stabbed for a nice... For they've got their cars or their watches. They don't want to do that. They earn that money to have security. Dubai gives you that. Every major business, everything's here. And literally, you're a phone call away from meeting someone. So I think if you if you can, but I don't want to say a message where people say, look, I'm married with kids. It's hard for some people. Not everyone can pick up and leave. But if you're a single man or woman and you've got no responsibilities and you've got no kids and you're at that point where you feel like that age, go to the UAE. Save some money and just take that risk. What's the worst? Go back to your mum's. If you can afford that, do it. Because in life, if you don't take a risk, you're not going to achieve nothing. Go and come here because if this is the land of opportunity. It's not the America anymore. UAE, especially Dubai, is a land of opportunity, in my opinion. And I think if I can, bro, I'm nothing. I am nothing. If I can make some kind of success, anyone can. I'm not, I've never been Harvard, Oxford. I'm not no intellect. I still speak slang. I still stutter when I talk. I waffle. Uh, look at the face. It's not like a face your mum wants to meet. You know what I mean? But if I can, anyone can. That's what everyone should believe. It's just you've got to work. Someone goes, oh, well, you don't really sleep much. Yeah, because I've got to always keep on my toes. I've got two daughters. God forbid, uh, God forbid I die tomorrow. I've got to think of the future. I need to get some stability for them so they can go to uni and whatever. So you, uh, that's why I do this. Like, I want all my family to live in Dubai here. I want, I want to look after all of them. Then I can sit there and go, yeah, khalas, I've done it, alhamdulillah. Maybe it achieves, maybe it doesn't. Maybe I die tomorrow. Alhamdulillah, whatever comes is from God. But still, you have to work. So everyone out there, young, take that risk. Take a trip. Do a, like you say, three, four months. Go with a friend. Go to a bit out if it's a cheaper uh, cheaper to stay, like Berdabai, Dera, J, uh, whichever little district, JVC, Jebel Ali. And just commute and just walk around, meet people, talk, go to gyms, go to beaches, more go to HR agencies, real estate, whatever. Real estate is booming now. Many, anyone can do real estate. Just to the course. It's booming. Probably the most booming market in the world right now. Yeah, my, 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 my mate, who's a developer in the UK, he's a successful developer, doing, doing millions in turnover, and he, and he just said, you know what, I'm just going to come over here and be a real estate agent. And he's, you know, he's on track to do 20K this month, and he's, and he's building it there up. He's building it up. Um, and obviously 20K is nothing like what he was earning before, but eventually he will build up and eventually he'll make money. But he's like, he's, he's having a great time out here because he can wear his he can wear his solid gold Rolex and he can walk around and no one's judging him for having it, even though he's worked hard for it and everything else. It's just, cause it's just not, it's normal life here. It's like, it's very... And it goes back to testimony to the leadership and the foundations of having a Muslim country. They don't have to be Muslim, but with that religious base have rules a system and people all respect it every culture I see in my gym but they all know the boundaries it's respect yeah like I said I ask everyone on the podcast how many policemen do you see walking the streets well I've only I've only seen the police a few times and it, and it's only because of only because of traffic 
traffic traffic don't police. see police yeah go to anywhere in the west any european city any western city you'll see those you don't even see police yet people won't steal that wallet or that phone when you walk away that's why because they respect the laws yeah it's a deter- they know the consequences it's not fair but they just know There's step out of line okay but respect have your fun wear your bikini go get drunk and party there if you're into that uh your food, whatever it is, because well, in, it, in it, those boundaries, there's places, but don't yeah. take the piss. Yeah. And bro, the UK and the West, bro, England's home, born and raised. I love it when they play in the World Cup. I went to Qatar to watch a game. I was like screaming for them to win. But unfortunately, they've let the. Re- it's just a joke. It's not like it was when I was younger. The eighties were the best. When did you last go back to England? Last year. And I was gonna go for Eid, but so much work. I'm gonna go summer. I wanna go summer. I do like a bit of Europe and take the kids to Paris, Europe. See, see, I was about to go, but then the if f- I went now, it was just the worst timing. I had so much going on. I wanted to spend the Eid, but then I wanna try and inshallah do Hajj this year, go to Mecca, do the pilgrimage because I've never done it. And then after that, London, see my mom, family, go see everyone, and then maybe drive to Euro Disney for the kids. It's, I'd love to see Euro Disney, Paris, and uh, Disney, you know. They love that stuff. Yeah, I, I saw you. I saw you treated them the other day to a frozen. Yeah, yeah they're obsessed with frozen, bro. So it's I have to, I have to deliver. They'll love to see the real life. Also, so yeah, when it, like everything's for the kids, man. So when they're happy, then you feel satisfied. You know. It's yeah, and it's a beautiful, it's a beautiful life you've provided. Obviously, you're living on the palm now. Alhamdulillah, alhamdulillah. You, you walk out the back. I've, I've been lucky enough to meet your family and go to the back of your house and just look at the view that you wake up to every morning how could you want to be in Canvey Island when you're waking up to that every morning hey bro don't say that Canvey is similar <laughs> Canvey Island is exactly at the palm except the weather but but you you were talking way back in the podcast about when you took your eye off the ball right mm. is it did do, do you think the reason you took your eye off the ball is because you got to the point in Dubai where you're kind of sleeping in silk sheets and you More can't that, no some, I just had some time in my life when I was a little stressed just bored, but comfortable as in stinky. I was like, you know what? All right with that. Then, you know, everything attributes together. You know when you don't work out? Yep. You know, everything starts physically, in my opinion. I've learned that as well. When you stop training a bit, you get sloppy. Your, your brain gets sloppier. Your thinking gets sloppy. You get lazy to do anything. That's why working out fitness is so essential. You wake up in a different mood when you train first thing or whatever. You you just feel, whoa, I revived. Right, let's go get it. When you don't, that laziness, sloppiness and overweightness, it just, it's like, you know, I don't care. Netflix and chill. It's okay, it's doing well, but it's comfort. To pour out, I was complacent. And I will lie here, alhamdulillah, is I needed it. To pour out, I'm always hungry, I'm always checking. New target, new target. Again, it's not financially, it's just challenges. I want that, I want that, I want that target. And I always say, do what you love, love what you do. Some disagree, some say, nah, go for them. No, for me, it's that. That works for me. Everyone else got their own thing. I enjoy what I do. I love coming, meeting people. I love that. And I wouldn't change for I've been offered good amounts for the gym. But no, like, it's not about the money. It's just, it's just, what would I do? It's my hub. It's like Cheers. That, remember that TV show, Cheers? Yeah. Where everybody knows your name and he's in that bar. Like, I feel like that. It's like, you know? Desmond's. I, I kind of think without this as the as the hub spot, you wouldn't be able to do the other business you do off the back of the gym anyway. It's, it's not that like it's just for me. It's it's like my baby. It took a lot of ups and downs, a lot of uh, highs and lows to finally almost be the where I want it to be. Almost, and it's just like I just you know it's just it's just the barber shop. It's just the help. It's the hangout. It's just the spot. It's the youth club. Call it one. It's just that I cannot explain it. It's just, I had a friend here, I'll tell you as an example, and there's some big Chinese tycoons, and I have a friend who does real estate, he goes, look, they're buying, they're offering for buildings, running buildings. So I told a friend who owns a building, funny enough, in Dubai, you have friends who own buildings, you laugh, but it's true. I went, look, I've got a Chinese tycoon, they'll offer whatever you want, I mean, he goes, brother, never, it's for sale, it's our baby. I go, these are like, in the bees, he goes, doesn't matter. And I understood, I thought at the time, What? But I understand now. I understand. It was the first piece of land, whatever. It was a hard project to make. And no. So and I thought, you know what? I rate that. I respect that. It's his, it's his baby. It's the same as me. This is nothing to like. 
these tycoons, but for me, it's it's my little thing. You sure, know? It's your home, yeah. But look, how like we've got a relationship. Other people you've seen other faces here. And it's just it's the place for me, and it's just I enjoy it. Stressed out, come here. Bad mood, come here. Good mood, come here. I went, Happy mood, come here. I went down that, is it Banus? Banus gym? Yes, yes, Banus. went Banus gym, fantastic gym, fantastic facilities. But I um, I like it, I like it here because it just feels more homely to me. Everyone's different. Do you know Banus, what I mean? I know, he's a good friend of mine. Very good gym. Amazing. Huge, beautiful machines. Great guy. Done a great job. Many good gyms. Many better gyms than this. Just everyone's got a different atmosphere. Everyone's got a different... If you want to compete in bodybuilding, you got Binos. Yeah, yeah. You want to do CrossFit? There's CrossFit gyms. You want to do uh, this, but ours is different. It's a different vibe. Everyone's got their own, and I want all of them to succeed and do well. I swear, people say to me, "I say Binos is a sick." I'd even go train there sometimes if I can. It's busy. It's, a, it's, it's unbelievable. It's yeah. unbelievable just to think how much money he's put into that place to make right, it. The way every it is. a machine for every kind of body part, literally anything. I've heard your fingers and toes. You could even have a machine for. But everyone's got their thing. Ours is more on a martial arts background. But my point is, bro, this world, we are nothing. There's God and the rest of us are, us, are the slaves. So there's money and success for everyone to make. Don't hold, like, let everyone make their success and hope everyone's happy and making money and doing their thing. I want everyone to, like, you know what I mean? That's so, what it should be like. So how can this audience get into the abundant mindset on everything that you have? Because obviously, even at times when you've had less than what you have now, a lot less, and you've been some points in your life that have perhaps gone backwards. You've always, from what I've known, felt like the world's abundant. How have you instilled that in your mindset? That's still, it's, it's my all about faith, religion, being close to Allah, God, Islam. Um, because Islam for me is a truth. And when you truly understand the Quran, you realize, bro, this life is nothing. It's temporary. I was at a funeral a week, two weeks ago. Friend of mine, Ziggy, who was the first one of the first guys I ever met to buy a trainer, doing similar to me. Next thing, I went to see him in hospital. If you, saw, it was hard to see him. He's gone. Everyone's there, and I was watching people thinking half of you are fake, half of you didn't even keep in contact with him when he's alive. And then slowly, he'll be an annual memory. Miss you, boy. After three, four, everyone's forgotten. Same will be with me, with you. Yeah, TK tribute might be on Love in Dubai. A few Facebook posts, a lot of guys leave flowers. Kalas. Three days later, it's done. All right, my gym membership is due. It's done. It's what's, for, one year later, what's TK stand for? No, bro, no one cares. Everyone's time's coming. Don't. When you truly know that there's a purpose of life, which I know, you're born here for a reason, and to do everything you can to get to that destination, which I believe is heaven, you don't. Money come, don't chase it. What is what is for you is for you. Work, but what is meant for you will be for you. You could be the next Joe Rogan, or you might not be. What's set for you is set for you. I'd rather be the first Frankie Lee. Yeah, but like like a mainstream Spotify, whatever Rumble. I might lose everything in a few months. I might be dead tonight. That unfortunately, that's that's the way it is. Alhamdulillah, good or bad, but that's set for me. When you truly understand that, you don't get stressed, man. You don't care. Hard times, low. I know God wanted me to be broke. God wanted me to be wealthy. So, uh, this creation, look how, look at us, our fingers, our nose, our eyes, our eyelashes, everything is so detailed. This creator, whoever made us, made us for a reason. This ain't no big bang. This is not by chance. It's too perfect. Everything has a re- everything has a purpose. This mic, this on top of it, this bit to get the, the wind sounds, the can, this to open, everything has a reason. You're telling us these creations like us, which are so perfect, don't have a reason to be alive. No, we're just there to do good. Like, think outside the box, guys. Like, think with logic. And then once you find that, study what is our purpose. When you do that, automatically you'll come to Islam because it's it's impossible to doubt it when you see the evidence for it. And then once you get to that point, you feel, alhamdulillah, blessed, you don't care. You still, I'm human. I have ups and downs, stressed out. Human. You you know, you get worried, you get upset when someone's upset, hurt, dies. But still, I'm not uh, chasing this, like, I'm not the donkey chasing the carrot for money and I don't care about what they, someone thinks of me, I'm famous, I'm not. Do I, look good? I don't care, because I know, I know the purpose of life and that, inshallah, that's why I pray regularly and try and do these good deeds and try and be nice to everyone. I slip up, I sometimes be an arsehole, I'm a human being, sometimes I get uh, angry or whatever, but much improved to when I was younger and if I can 
raise my girls as good Muslim girls and be good to my wife and all those around me, then khalas, if God can, inshallah, will accept my du'as, my prayers and my good deeds, and if I go home, then I've, that's the achievement. This means nothing, bro. I swear to you, there's two bull men in a, in a podcast room in Dubai in this <laughs> population of 10, 12 billion people in the world. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Look at that point of view. There's many different people are dying in Uyghurs are getting murdered in China. You've got Palestinians being tortured by uh, an apartheid in Israel. You've got kids dying. You've got wars. You've got school six school shooters. People losing kids before they die. Well, we've got it good, bro. Hamala. Yeah. Oh, bless and bless. Thank God you're breathing. Look into religion. Look into faith. Whatever it is. But when I pray and I'm stressed and I put my head down and bow to this creator. Like I say, like people say, oh, you're big, you're strong, but I'm bowing to the source. Mm. I'm nothing. Well, one, one of the most powerful things I saw in the last few days from you that wasn't even on your social media, I was I was following um, Mitchell the boxer, um, Ty, Ty, Ty Mitchell, Mitchell yeah. Ty Mitchell, and he put he had come round to see you, and it was obviously prayer time, and you got a nice Lamborghini Urus that you've got. And you're you're there in front of it. Obviously, you didn't know he was filming at the time, but obviously you're praying outside because prayer time outside on the floor in front of this Lamborghini. Now most now now you wouldn't see this anywhere else in the world, other than other than here. Like, do you know what I mean? The, you know, prayer, yeah, no, prayer that was the other day. What prayer I got, time I got comes? Complacent. I was losing time to get that prayer in because you have five prayers a day, and each is a part of the day, and another one comes before you've got until that time to pray. But you should do it on right on time. I got complacent with some work, and I'm like, oh, if I get home, I'll miss it. So I just got a towel and prayed. I didn't even know I filmed it. I didn't even want to read the post, but at the end, I was like, oh, yeah, whatever. But uh, it's not even like cars and all these silly things. But if I can't show respect to the creator who's made of all of us, who's given me these opportunities, then who am I? I'm, I'm a piece of crap, am I? That's the least I can do is pray five times and obey. I still slip up. I make mistakes, but I try my best, and... It took me a long time in my life to get to this point, but everything comes from God, Allah, and he'll t- give you life, take your life. So just, you know, when you have that kind of state of mind, you... I, I, th- I, think, I, think it's, I think it's beautiful to serve a purpose bigger than yourself, no matter what you believe and however you want to structure believing it and all that kind of stuff, you know. Because you can go into every different which way of splitting religions and all this stuff and get into many arguments about all that stuff. As long as you serve a purpose bigger than yourself, that's kind of for me is what mm. what sets you apart. I think that's that's important. Look, if many people find sanctuary in something which grounds them, but my duty as a Muslim is to say to everyone, don't listen to me. I, I could be waffling for you know, but there's no harm in taking a look into Islam and reading that Quran. There's no harm. You're gonna lose nothing. Mm. You might just end up saying, oh, it's a beautiful book." I, th- I think you should look at all of them to be honest yeah I, think, I have I, I have because I not not you personally I'm not saying that to you personally I just think that everyone on this because I've 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 got I've right, got. you are right there because you know why that's the only way you'll find what's good for you and what's the truth you must look into everything and study everything and see that's the only way you can come and see what what's right and what's wrong that's, I've, you have I've to got, I've got I've got all the all the holy books because I I need to understand all of them you have to. You have to look at Because if I don't understand all of them, how can I, how can I make an informed choice? Yeah, so. but, you just, yeah. but you know what I used to do? I used to read them and say, what if, uh, you know, if I see something has a hip, hypocrisy in it, like, if you tell me, tell me, you know what, I'm doing this, that, that, I'll see you at 10 o'clock tomorrow, and I come, you're not there, you know, I just lied. Okay, slowly and slowly, I don't, your words not mean nothing to me. I do that with everything I study and look into everything and everything, and I want to see what is, prove to me is the truth. I say, like, how is this not the truth? How, how do I know? I'm, not, I'm just born it. Let me see. Let me see. Let me go. Let me assess this. Let me assess the book. And I look at every other thing. And then you come to your own conclusions. But I respect all religions. No compulsion of religion. I respect all. But it's all youngsters out there. Get, have some kind of faith. Uh, uh, because t- without t- faith, t- your life's going to be empty. Because if you chase the dollar or the dirham or the pound, you really, you're lost. Don't chase that. Yeah, because yeah. that is... Because the more you chase it and you don't get it, you're going to kill yourself. You know what, Tam, right? It doesn't even matter which book they actually um, believe in or follow or which religion it is, actually, because having read the three predominant ones, you know, the Torah, the Bible, the Quran, and I've got all three books, if you follow 
the commandments in any of the three, you're going to be in a damn sight better position in life than if you don't follow. Of Do you know what I'm saying? So like, so, so like the, the, the there, it's it's just a it's just a great guide. 100%. It's Look, just a great guide to life, really. Hundred percent. And how you operate as a man, as like, a human. Like I used to say to people, when they k- killed Christianity in UK, or they keep in a church, it's a bad idea, because all the good deeds and morals come from the values of holy books. Like, what do you want? This promiscuity, like these drag queens and this crime. Yet, yeah. oh, he's a Bible basher. You know, you need these people to say what's good and what's wrong and. That's why the West has gone bad. Religion, keep it in that temple, but let us dictate what goes on. That's where the West has gone mm. wrong. There's no religion. That's why in Texas it's still kind of like some normality because Orthodox Christianity in Russia, East Europe, they still have their Christianity in Africa, Islam, whatever, in other countries. But when you kill religion and the respect of God and prophets and holy books, then what is left? If they don't, they don't respect their families, bro. Mm. Mothers, police, teachers. What do you think? They care? This new generation of kids, it's finished. Re- respect starts with people believing something bigger than themselves. Because yeah, then, they, because because, well. because then you believe the eyes are on you at all times. Yeah, that's and, and that and that's and that's what and that's what controls people doing the dumbest the dumbest shit. Because you can't you can't get away from those eyes. That's the way oh. I. It doesn't matter which one you read. That's what I get from all three. Bro, you like, said it spot on there. Like people say, why? It's like fasting. I could eat a chocolate cake tomorrow. No one's seeing me. Why? Because I know God's watching. Yeah, exactly yeah, what you said. Yeah, I could break your fast having McDonald's. And, no, I don't care. No one's gonna see me. Yeah, but you, but you. Why know. don't I say? Why don't I, Prince Crystal Girls? Why don't I do dodgy things to make money? I can't because God's watching. I cannot. I will never do it because God's watching. Yeah. So there you go. When God's watching you, it's different, and you're like, the sin is this, the sin is that, and you don't. No, I, I, I like it. I, I, I like the. Uh, obviously, look, it's up to people, whatever they put into their lives and however they operate. That's that's up to people. You know what I'm saying? But, but I since since I've since I've believed in something bigger than myself on a personal level, it's got a lot clearer to me. I'm a lot more on my path, and I'm a lot more dialed into to what, even 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 this podcast. Right, the podcast, the success that I will ultimately have with it. Right, Inshallah. it's it that I know's coming. That I've already God wills. That, that that I've already seen, Tam. Even even all that, right? And I've been saying it since day one. It's 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 all it's all it's all planned and preordained, mate. And I'm just I'm just out here executing on the plan, mate. And that's and that's it. And I I believe that wholeheartedly. I you, you said at a point in this podcast about other podcasts, and there's loads of other podcasters out there. And you said how um, you you weren't always like it's not your passion. And that. A lot of podcasters out there, mate, that are doing podcasting week in week out. Are doing it for the wrong reasons. It's not their passion, and and and, point, yeah. and and they won't and they won't win this game because they, because people who listen to podcasts, the the people they who know, listen, they, they, they fucking know if you're That's in if I you're said, into it or not. I meant by that is if you're doing it, don't if you do it for the wrong reason like money or clout, it's not going to work. Passion shines through. People who come to my gym, like I said, there's gyms which are like five star, but people love it here because they go. It's just the atmosphere, the vibe, because it's, it's real. We know everyone, we say hello, Every someone goes, oh, this is, I need this, I didn't like this machine. Bro, next day it's there. Because it's right, it's just this vibe. My staff know everyone's name, every member's name. It's, it's, it's like, it's a passion. Like when we see our fighters develop, I'm the owner, I still drive to shows and watch them fight live. Kid, yeah. on a shit show. It's not like it's UFC or matchroom boxing. Some small show, but we still tell Hamza Chimaev, a UFC, one of the next world champions, drove with us to watch one of the students fight. That says it all. Yeah, I saw him today actually outside. It's the like gym. a unity. This you can't buy. This is because it's a passion. Same. So you, I understand what you're saying. And then it's not a job. It's not work. If the reward comes, it's a benefit. That's it. It's not about that. So yeah. that's what I meant by that. So just don't chase. People chase a dollar, and you get a lot of these motivational speakers saying, "Yeah, go out there. You can make ten x." Bro, they're just selling something. So you just relax. Just do where you feel comfortable, and what's your niche, and or what, when you find what your niche is, and where you think well, I'm com- and I'm enjoying my work environment. Because the rest is a bonus. The benefit will come. Talk to me about Kamza. Obviously, he's coming over here to. He's moving to Dubai now, mm-hmm. and obviously, a lot of UFC fighters now I've I've heard in the last few days are coming to Dubai, and they and Dubai has been looking to into making into a hub of UFC fighters and and, and martial artists. Is that, is that, is that, am I correct yeah, in know, saying yeah. that? 
Well, what happened was in the COVID time, uh, everything was stuff you couldn't do shows. And the UFC made a deal with Abu Dhabi. They made Fight Island. Dana White was years ahead of everyone else. Like when that pandemic happened, everyone was like sitting there feeling sorry. He went out, right, how do I do this? And he made a thing called Fight Island where it was no fans, but there were shows going on in Abu Dhabi. They found a place where everything was monitored by dot. It was just amazingly done. And from there, it's become a hub, and they do a mega show every year. But why it's so important? Because there's many people who can't get visas or travel to America, different parts of the world. It's kind of center. So he gives opportunities to other countries which can't fight in America. And a lot of them come settle, set up camp here or base here because there's other smaller shows here as well, like UAE Warriors, etc., which are on the UFC fight pass. So they're like a, a tunnel to get there. And they all come and set up base here. It's easier for them to get climatized. It's a great place to live. And like Hamza, we had Leon Edwards, we had Aljamain Sterling, you name them, world champions doing camps here. So it's a hub, and I think Hamza's next fight will be in UFC in October, so he's here already, training, set up shop. Again, he lives in Sweden, which is very, like London, coming violent. He's like the same guy, so I just want to train. Like He's very famous too, so him, literally, I'm not even saying this on camera, he literally trains three times a day, sleeps three times a day. He's all about that life, he doesn't care about showing off he's with the youngsters he talks to members he goes and supports others a really um, amazing brother and respect for him a lot and that's why he will be successful because it's in a, he does it for passion never once have I heard him even discuss money and care he's purely about proving he's the best in the world same as Leon Edwards same as all these guys so that's so important that's how you become the best that's what Mayweather had the way he trains he's an off season he's not even a fight announced yet he's training harder than the pros uh, the guys who have got fights that's when you know you're special. When you, you know? can, where you can still get up when, when you don't have nothing to get off up. Off-season training, when you're staying sharp yeah. and you're you're ready to go. That's the difference between the best and uh, mediocre. And you think that's going to lead a mass exodus once once all these lads get over here for full time? Always, you've got Saudi doing big boxing things, amazing. Yeah, you've got Matchroom sign a big deal for boxing in Abu Dhabi, UFC. You've got YouTube. It's the hub. It's and it's opportunity. So everyone's coming in. The money's here. The safety's here. The big shows are coming here. The fighters know it. Let's get there. Let's be ready. So, what's the only what's the only reasons that you that you think that people would stay in environments like the UK, Australia, and other other Western countries? What's the only reason you see? It's home. It's it's, it's routine. Yeah, I, I understand it. It's home. It's routine. A lot of them people don't forget. A lot of people bless them. They've got families, kids. It's not easy to give up that risk. Yeah. So they've got to stick out of it. And they, they can. So you still can be successful there. But the chances are much lower than here. The way it is, the economy, the way the government's initiatives, the way they're just, it's just going down the pan. They pay billions to go to war. They'll fund another country. They'll fund Ukraine. But they won't yeah. care about their own bloody country. Yeah. What's Ukraine got to do with you? If you want to fund Ukraine, fund Palestine. Yeah. Fund the Uyghurs. Yeah. No, it's, no, it's not your war, but that's your war. Why? They're bl- blonde and blue-eyed. You don't want to care about Syrian refugees. So it's all BS, man. And then they... Uh, NHS is suffering, you're not paying nurses, not paying teachers enough, you're not paying the police enough. Of course crime's high. Police don't want to go out. What for, like, sh- mm. shit change? Uh, well, one entrepreneur said to me, if you want to get wet in terms of if you want to make money, go, go, where the, go where the water's running, you know, and, 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 sta- and stand by the water and you'll get wet. Yeah, no, so I, like, I totally uh, agree. And, and that, to me is like the Middle East right now. The, the water's running through the Middle East. Every, the, big, the, the river's getting wider and wider and wider, wider than the Nile. And if you want to get wet in this world in terms of you want to earn money, you want to earn money easier. It's easier to stand next to the bank where the water's running down it than it is to stand in a country 100%. where you can't get wet. But what about a middle-aged guy who's got four kids, a mortgage? How's he going to go? You told me he yeah, can't. It, 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 so it's, point, it's difficult. Yeah. It's, difficult. it's difficult. So what, what would your advice be? Because my advice you... would be look, look into what the trends are. Look into what's going on now. What's popular. Look into the latest things. Investigate. Research. When you're off work, sit, study. Go on the computer. Look. See what why they're successful. There's always something from the guys who've done Gymshark. There's always something. If he can, you can. Look into it. Make a second income. Figure out ways. There's always something. There's always something. you just got to find it. And just hustle. Try that your best. Six months at least just researching, looking into what, what's that guy doing? What's he doing? Whether it be social media to drop shipping, I know, to 
this new chat AI thing, look into what is there. What's popular now? I know, what's a necessity in life? People have babies. Let me look into the baby industry. What do babies need? What else is a necessity? Food. Let me look. Well, shall I start this? Shall I start? I don't know what it could be, but sit there and just do your plans. Sit there and just think. Have your time out. Just study. Look on socials. All right, he's funny. He's a good entertainer. But what's he really doing? Let me look in. He made his money from this. Hmm, would that work here? Would that work in Milton Keynes? Would that work in New Jersey? Mm. We're all the same. Anyone can. If I can do it, bro, I'm not. I'm a joke. If I can get some kind of success, who can't? Bro, I'm not Mark Zuckerberg. I'm not a Harvard grad. Do you know what I mean? If I can do some kind of thing, bro, anyone can. Believe me, I'm nothing. And I, I think nothing. And I think, like you said, you can be successful in England. You can be successful in Australia. Yeah, yeah. Like I, th- I think Australia is a wonderful place to live, and and to be honest, one of the best places to live in the world. To be honest, like, and and I think that that country's abundant. I've heard that as well from um, James PT. Yeah, he told me the same. A lot of people have said that. J- J- James Smith smashed it, mate. I, mate, I'll probably end up retiring and living in Australia, or or and living in Australia part of the year because I, I I still love the place. I'm romantically attached to the place no the uk i still i still i still love the uk but i only love the uk at certain times of year from june july august september is my is my time uk unbelievable scenes the rest of the time i couldn't i couldn't be fussed about the place i mean i went back to the uk i was there the first three months of the year and and i just felt like life was hard like i just harder than it needed to be and my life doesn't really need to be hard but i was making it hard because I was in the UK and it's winter and it's not, it's not, it's not, it's not congruent with how I've lived my life for like eight and a half years previously with sun and and it makes a big difference to your life. So Always. what? So what I want to say to say Tam is this, right? If they've got the opportunity to move and they can and they're young enough and everything else, they should go out and look at the world and explore these places and come to other places where the rin, where the river's running wider so you can get wet quicker, right? In terms of money, in terms of abundance, in terms of life. If you've got a family and you've got children and you've got ties, there can still be you can still make abundance in wherever you are. You just have to look at what's what's going successful in other areas and other businesses and apply that in your life where it's you're hard at. Hard work, bro. And that's it. It's easy, everyone will be doing it. It's hard work. You've got to put the work in. Well, I'm, you got to you've got to hustle, you've got to see what's going on, investigate, research, annoy people, message them. You might not get a reply 10 million times, but that one person will say something. Yeah. Who cares? Yeah. No egos. Look at India, look at Saudi, UAE, Qatar, some parts of Africa. Just look in places. Which places are taking off now? Why? What's going on? Look. Look yeah. there. Investigate. Yeah. Saudi's booming. Africa's booming too. You Africa's know. booming. India's booming. Yeah. There's so many, there's so many, there's so many places. There's a chance. Take that risk. Go. But in order to find these places that are booming, you have to get out of these Western countries to be able to see the opportunities that are out there you in a lot of cases. But get outside that box of depression and why me and you. You're in that situation. Nothing's going to change it, being depressed, yep. stressed. You can, it's not going to help. Right, sit there, analyse, get a notepad, take notes, step by step, step goals, check out, look at, watch, watch podcasts, learn, see what everyone's doing, what's popular, what's not. Why has he got money? Why is not? What's crypto? What's this? What's that? Look into things. Investigate. You'll find something. Then try and start. Yeah. It's the only way. Yeah. It, it's, it, it's, it's not easy. It's not, look, it sounds easy. And many comments, oh, all right, easy. I'm not saying that. But without trying, you don't know. If I didn't move to Dubai and take that risk in 2008, I, I might be sitting in Carphone Warehouse now, selling contracts or te- sitting having lunch in a Tesco extra car park in Pitsy or mates or doing doors or just being an idiot who you knows ha- you have to roll you have there has to be a point in your life where you where you roll the dice and you, and you don't know where the dice is going to land and what numbers it's going to land on mm. and I've, I've experienced it a few times leaving australia was a risk after eight and a half years you know i got a lot of messages when i left australia going frankie you're making a mistake leaving australia you're, you're giving up everything you know when you got to number three in podcasting there and you're giving up everything for what because I see, a, I see, I I I feel like I'm being pulled to find this. There's a new level that I've got to achieve to, and and you know, fortunately, I'm starting to find that. You know, I'm starting to find that growth, and I think I think I think it all comes from being willing to to risk everything, sell everything. I've sold everything twice, Tam. Um, look, I've not got a family in terms of I haven't got a wife and kids and stuff, so I can't I can't talk to any of you that do. I can't advise any of you that do. Really, all I can say is 
many of you that have watched and followed me or, or listened to my podcast for enough time will, will, will know that I've had to fucking sell up and start again fucking twice already. Um, and there'll probably come another time when I have to do that again because I'm, I'm got, I'm living in England right now and I'm, I've still got stuff there, but I, I can't stay there, Tam, because it it's is. not for me. So like, so like people, it is what pe- it is. people can, you can create anything, you can create anything out of nothing. You just got to fucking make the decision. It's the decision that's the hardest thing. The just making that, that, that definite decision that you're going to move and stuff. But before we shoot off, mate, and before we, before I let you have your evening with your family, what happens next to Andrew Tate? What I want and what's going to happen are two different things. Inshallah, God willing, they do the right thing and let him go. Yeah, because look, it's been since April 2022 and no formal charges, no jail, still under house arrest, still looking for... Where are you going to get evidence? You didn't find it over a year. It's going to just prop up. So obviously some fabrication, some corruption is going on. They're going to try to fabricate something. Why? They can't risk releasing the most famous man on the planet right now to come out of that country, sit in one of these and expose the corruption. It's going to ruin them. So let's punish him. Let's keep him. I think they're going to uh, unfortunately keep him six months to a year there. Some kind of house arrest or some kind of like tag. No travel ban. Say it's ongoing investigations fabricate something, some kind of BS crime. Uh, it's unfortunate. Inshallah, I'm wrong. I hope not. I uh, hope he's here where he should be, him and Tristan. It's false. It's bullshit. Uh, again, if it was true, he'd be charged. Now, there's nothing there. The most famous Google man under a microscope the whole time and they can't find evidence. Says it all. Says it all. They look into assassinate the characters of his friends. Anything, still nothing. Yes, bro. It's rubbish. It's bullshit. Don't have to like him. I always say, think he's obnoxious. Think he's misogynist. Whatever. But go by justice. Yeah, you don't. Have you to, got people like yeah. Prince Andrew walking at coronations of the king, the king's coronation, free, and he's involved with a, a sex scandal with Harvey Epstein. Picture proof. Yeah, yeah. He's walking free. Philip Schofield's the thing just coming out now. Like, and you've got a guy who sits there, talks openly. He's on podcast. You, he's whole life is on microscope he's got CCTV messages and there's not one bit of evidence and you're still holding him says it all the system's just fucked messed up mm. don't want to swear because I don't swear I try not, I'm trying to stop but it's BS I feel bad for him I'll always support him I'll always he'll always be right even God forbid they charge him with something I'll never believe it I'll never believe it that's I'm telling you straight I'm not, I don't care what happens next he's innocent him and Tristan always support them and inshallah they'll be here one day Hope I'm still alive because I could die tomorrow. And uh, we're always together and we're chilling. Look back and say, you know what? It's a test from God. It's a test from God. Every, you're going to have ups and downs. It could be in different ways. It could be for that, a death in the family, bad health for you. It's Allah says that he's going to test you, give you trials and tribulations to see what happens. And uh, that's part of life. So we have to take it. Like Strong brothers, they're tough, they're good, they're, they're durable. And uh, I'm praying at the end of June good news but I don't see it bro I just, it just looks like a circus there in Romania unfortunately I myself will never want to spend a penny in that country when it's so corrupt well I, th- I think I don't think he, even they're behind it I think there's something way bigger behind it than Romania I think I don't I, know bro I, I, because if people say that if it was the Americans and that Americans they'd plant something on him it'd been done it's, it's unorganised hmm. I, I used to think that I think the way, Americans are not stupid like that they're, they're f- Plant something, fabricate and go, yeah, you've got done for this. There's nothing. Mm. You're holding a man for over six, seven months with no charges. Mm. Anywhere in the world, that's human rights violations. And so, some, 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 some of the names that you mentioned have done some heinous stuff. Like, do you know, like, Prince like, like Andrew, and I'm not going to say he's guilty because everyone deserves a fair trial, yeah? Mm. But he's accused of something heinous with picture evidence and he's on a list and everything there's enough evidence and he's still but he can't he can't ever go to America can he yeah, but why they're not bringing him out because of royal he's in the king's coronation he's being celebrated so mm. there you go mm. do you know what I'm saying I know I, he's got a case to answer the, the case will never be answered because of the nature of who he is and well, that's it it tells me one thing and that tells you one thing it's doesn't just, it uh, it seems a bit of a coincidence after Andrew reverted to Islam shit hit the fan mm. I won't get Take into it how that. you want but the most famous man, the most Google man of the world, reversed to Islam. They're like, red red flag, you're nicked. Mate. And if there's one piece of 
pearl of wisdom that Tam Khan can drop on the drop on this audience right now to allow them to move one percent forward in their life today? What would it be? Just do what you feel is right. Just even if it sounds crazy, take that risk. Just do it. What's the worst that happens? You fail. So what? We've all I failed a hundred times. I used to fight. I've been knocked out on national TV. It can't get worse. Get up, brush yourself off, go. <laughs> if it's easy, everyone's going to be doing it. Just take that risk. Try. Stand up, try again. Stand up, try again. If it was easy, everyone will be doing it successful. So don't let anyone be us. And if you've got people around you who are negative and say, nah, that won't work, get rid, bruv. And I just want to... Nicely get rid, because you always have negative people and need to get to me. I'll tell you, you know what? Maybe I shouldn't. Maybe question. Just if you believe, even if it sounds stupid, just do it, bro. Just do what you can. Because I'm telling you, we're all human, but we're all built in such a way where anything is possible. They can invent planes. This AI bloody houses on water the palm it was water a sea bro what's going to stop you from being so we're, yeah, we're built yeah, like yeah, that yeah, yeah, just a matter of trapping into that you can conceptualize any form of success that you can in your life and and, and i think what tam's trying to explain to you is that just start to conceptualize your version of success it's even if it's private right now but just have a plan what do you want to achieve and just do whatever it takes to get to that goal and if you're even close 50 cents of your goal you'll still be successful yeah, I love That's it. No problem. And and one thing I want to say um, to you on a personal level, mate. Obviously, since I've known you, you've always been legendary to me. You've you've uh, always welcomed my friends here with open arms. Even my friend Molly came the other day to train. Tam Tam let her come in here, train for free. It's just it's just, mate. I just want to say like thank you for your help yeah, over this little journey that I've had in 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 Dubai and everything else. Start, bro. Let's uh, just don't forget me when you become like a big a big cat on like rumble with a hundred million dollar deal yeah you owe me you owe me some I've food got, or something i've got i've got i've got a, I've got a vision board with a way more than 100 million on, on on the vision board so let's just see what in we do payments i'm saying oh in payment mate yeah not talking about subs bro talking about deals monetary payments for your contract but do me a solid favor guys if you knew how long even though i've known town for such a long time if you knew how long it was to get him to get him to sit down for two hours, you, you'd be subscribing to the channel and you'd be you'd be hitting that yeah, like. You've got button. to subscribe, like, make sure because he's persistent to the point where it's nearly annoying. He knows me. <laughs> I had some shit, and I'm like, fuck, right, right. I'm getting get in the gym now. Let's do it. And I'm telling you now, I'm not acting like I'm nothing, but I've got about fifty pods I've cancelled and trying to wait. Obviously, a lot of them just because of Andrew Tate's uh, message. But I literally, I said I have to do it, and uh, and I'm not arrogant. It's not that. Like, it's just. Bro, juggling the family, this and that. And also, I get lazy. I sometimes think, you know, I just want to sit down. And, uh, but I enjoy your podcast. When I'm there, I enjoy it. It's just before. And always something happens before and I'm a complaint or something at work. I'm like, oh, and my head's not right there. Thanks to, uh, Thanks to C4, C4, C4 Energy Drink. C4 Energy, who, who, uh, who, who, who wake me up twice a day, but kids don't. Do not get addicted to this because it's not good for your heart. See, if Prime Energy is sponsored the podcast, they could have. Um, we'll they, make they, our own. They, they could. They could have. They could have uh, got the sponsor H2O, there. But... H2O, keep it natural. <laughs> but guys, do me a solid favor: like, subscribe, share on every platform. This is Tam Khan, and that is the Frankie Lee podcast. We out, guys. Do me a solid favor: drop a comment below this video and let us know who you want on the podcast next. <laughs> <laughs>